Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Dr Alona Duffy is with us for our Last Word on Health. Alona, good afternoon to you again. We're looking at heartburn this week, something which many listeners will probably have been affected by in their lifetimes. Tell us about it. Okay, so well, I suppose what is heartburn initially? And, and heartburn is a good description because uh, it's a burning sensation in the area of the heart or rather more central than the heart. So I suppose looking at the anatomy, when you swallow, food goes down a tube from the back of your throat to your stomach and that's called the esophagus. And then it reaches the stomach, which is a sac-like element. But there is a valve or a sphincter there that keeps the food in the stomach. And when the food arrives in the stomach, it meets acid. That helps with the breakdown of the food before it goes on to be digested in the rest of the gut. So unfortunately, sometimes what can happen is that valve, that that esophageal um, junction there, uh, the sphincter, can sometimes leak and allow food back up. So it can be weakened. And what happens is not only does the food come back up, but acid that's in that food that's mixed with that food. And that's what gives that burning sensation in the esophagus, in the tube uh, that's leading down and obviously gives us our symptoms of kind of the burning sensation behind the breastbone, perhaps even feeling acid in the back of your throat or feeling food repeat on yourself. Are there certain foods that trigger it? Well, there are certain things that will make it worse, definitely. I suppose most people um, will have had it at some stage in their lives, often associated with excess alcohol. Maybe if they've had very spicy foods, perhaps if they've had a big meal and it's kind of and maybe late at night where they're lying flat and then that creates more gravity and more pressure on the on the sphincter, on that valve there and allows the food to come back up. Certain foods are more likely to add to it. So if you already have this, certain things may make it worse. So smoking obviously is one of the big things. And it's why people with reflux, we'll always advise them to try quitting the cigarettes. Um, alcohol, because alcohol um, adds to the acidity in the stomach, but also opens that valve a bit more too. Um, mint, interestingly, because many of us will have a mint after dinner. If you go out to a restaurant, um, you'll be kind of given a mint at the end of dinner. And actually, it's the worst thing you can take if you are someone who is getting heartburn. So avoid that. Coffee and tea, which again, often we'll have at the end of a meal, especially late in the evening. And then certain foods, tomato onions, garlic, um, citrus kind of things and carbonated or fizzy drinks will also add to it. But they don't tend to be the main cause. It's more that they'll add to it if you already have it there. I've heard from a few people just talking about it today before doing this item that, you know, it comes and goes at certain times, but maybe some people get it for a couple of days after every time they eat and then it goes away again. Um, I think, yes, so some people will get it on and off. And again, that can be dependent on lifestyle at the time. Um, other people are getting it all the time. And we know that that can be because, again, that, that valve isn't open. And you can have a thing called a hiatus hernia. So we all have a diaphragm and a diaphragm helps with our breathing, but it kind of also divides our chest cavity from our abdominal cavity. And when the tube, the esophagus comes down, it passes through that and the stomach is below then the diaphragm. But sometimes what can happen in some people is there's a little weakness there and it allows part of the stomach to come up. And again, that means that that valve isn't closing properly. And these people um, will tend to have more severe symptoms and they may be the people who all the time have this reflux type symptom going on. And unfortunately, what can happen then is that with the acid coming back up, it burns the lining of the esophagus and it leads to inflammation of that. And that can be really painful. So painful, in fact, that people can have severe bites of it where they literally think they're having a heart attack and, and end up in hospital as a result of it. So, again, it's trying to treat those people and make sure that we're managing their symptoms and, again, getting rid of any potential causes or exacerbations. Do the over-the-counter over treatments, the medicines work? 
Yes, um, treatments have changed. I suppose everybody's heard of Rennie's and Rennie's would probably be one of the original kind of tablets you could buy. And they help to neutralise the acid in the stomach and therefore acid that might be moving upwards out of the stomach. Then we moved on and tablets like Gaviscon and Maalox, um, liquid and tablet forms. Again, doing the same Gaviscon if for those who use it and lots of pregnant women will use it. And the big thing is take it after your food. So it's sitting on the stomach. So what it does is when the food comes back up, it kind of coats the lining of the tube of the esophagus and therefore stops the burning sensation there. And finally, we've moved on to tablets that actually stop the acid production and they have developed. So we're, there's a group of tablets called PPIs, proton pump inhibitors. And these are the tablets like Losa, Connexium, Zoton, Zotrol, all of these medications. And these now are available in lower doses over the counter, which is good as long as you're not taking them all of the time. A couple of texts coming in. What about heartburn and pregnancy? What can I take well, um, again, heartburn and pregnancy is tough because you've got um, you've got the, the the pregnancy, which is creating that back pressure. So in the old days, we didn't like you taking um, the tablets, but now we kind of lots of you will be given Losec would be or a Meprazole can be used. But talk to your GP or your antenatal team about it. Gaviscon works very effectively, but as I said, take it after the meal so it's sitting on it. Avoiding meals late at night. Tipping your bed, a very common thing that can help, especially if you're getting nighttime reflux symptoms, is to put a brick under the top two legs of the bed and it puts a slight tilt on the bed. And it's better than propping yourself up with pillows because all you're doing is basically creating a kink and it's quite uncomfortable. But sometimes that little prop up. So for pregnant women, there are options and we are starting to use stomach tablets a bit more frequently now. Another text in here. I've been diagnosed with a cascade stomach. I'm on tablets for heartburn, but even still I get sick in the mornings. Is there any other help? Um, again, tilting the bed if you're overweight, trying to lose that weight because anything that's putting pressure on the tummy is just going to add to it. Um, your meal times, try and have your main meal earlier in the day. And sometimes for people who have very severe symptoms, we will add in motilium. Um, motilium, people kind of automatically think is an anti-sickness tablet. It's not. It works on motility, on gastric motility. It helps move the food faster out of your stomach. So for certain people, it will help. Not for everybody because it, it can be associated with some irregularities in, in the heart rhythm. For the more severe cases out there do people need any additional help well, the big thing is for those who are very severe, and um, we may leave on stomach tablets for a period of time that may be a few months, and then we'll try and reduce them down while we're working on all the, the things that might be adding to it. Some people do end up remaining on stomach tablets for life, and those tend to be the people where the inflammation in the esophagus has changed to a level called Barrett's esophagus, and that can be a precancerous lesion, and those people will remain on the stomach tablet all of the time. Also, those people who have large hiatus hernias, where there is a, this big swelling moving up of the stomach moving moving up into the chest cavity sometimes requires surgery, but we're finding that we're able to manage them better with our stomach tablets that reduce the acid. Okay, Dr. Alone Duffy, thank you very much for joining. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.